listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 13th of July 2023. We're starting off with the Australian share market. It surged 1.6% today, 7,246 on the S&P ASX 200. That's because US inflation cooled the most in two years to be at an annual rate in June of 3%. That is well down from a 9.1% peak seen in July last year. Market watchers are now betting the US may be close to a peak in interest rates. For more, I spoke with Chris Weston. He is the head of research at Pepperstone. Well, I think it absolutely does. I mean, one swallow doesn't make a summer, of course, and the Federal Reserve are going to make it very clear that this inflation print is going in the right direction, but they want to see a little bit more. This is not the time for the Fed to be taking their foot off the pedal. We're in that far last furlong, uh, and they need to continue pushing this one down and, and just crimping demand enough. But it's definitely going in the right direction. And the market is saying, if you look at pricing interest rate futures, that there is likely to be one more rate hike in July, and that's then probably done. There's a little bit more priced in uh, further out the, the rates curve, but the market's saying on balance now that the next uh, meeting will get another rate hike, and that's probably going to be setting them off on an extended pause. So there's still more work to be done and we want to see the next CPI print uh, falling as we do with the core PCE deflator print, which comes out later this month. Um, but I think there's a very, very constructive signs within the data survey that we've seen uh, that the Federal Reserve have got one more hike left in them and they've gone on an extended pause here. There really was a big reaction from both equity and currency markets as a result, in particular, the US being sold off. Can you run us through the reaction? I mean, the, 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 the FX market has seen something in this and they've, they've, they've increased their confidence that we've now getting very, very close to peak rates in the US. The market is pricing the Fed. Uh, getting to what we call a peak price of 5.4%, and they've just reaffirmed that situation. So really, I think that extra conviction that the market, the FX market has seen, and the fact that we've seen really good buyers in US Treasury yields, and as yields fall, that takes the valuation lower in the US dollar. People are disincentivized to hold US dollars when bond yields are going down. And that's exactly what we've seen. We have seen the US dollar really being hit very, very hard over the last really four or five days. But certainly after the CPI print, we've seen accelerated selling against the, you know, all currencies, really. I mean, we've seen certainly against the Australian dollar, but the Norwegian crown, the Swedish krona, against the yen, against the British pound. It's really been broad based. And if you've got a high yield, if your central bankers raise rates, so you've got a very high uh, interest rate. You know, it's what we call carry. Um, you know, those currencies have done incredibly well. They've seen huge inflows there. So we've seen a much weaker US dollar. Of course, the question is, is, is them further to go? There has been a liquidation. And that's been very, very positive for Asia indeed. Certainly Asian equity markets like the Hang Seng and Chinese equity markets have really rejoiced quite nicely on this weaker US dollar. And commodity prices have called to bid as well. So this is a positive for the, for the markets, for risk assets. The question is, has it, got, has it been overdone? Is the US, uh, US dollar a bit oversold here? I suspect that's the case. Um, but certainly the FX market is sniffing out an end to the Fed's hiking cycle and reacting accordingly there. OK, does it mean anything for local interest rates? Is the RBA still on an interest rate rising path? And are investors here betting that inflation could potentially trend down just as hard as what we've seen in the US? Well, we've got our own set of challenges and our own set of dynamics, of course. But uh, there's no doubt that if you have a look at uh, 
cash rate futures here where people can obviously express a view on where interest rates are going to go in Australia over a specific time frame. People have lowered the probability that we get a rate hike coming through from the Reserve Bank on the 1st of August. I mean, uh, a week ago or so, we had about a 70% chance that they'd raise by 25 basis points. We're now down to about 40, 45%. There's 11 basis points being priced in. And there hasn't really been, oh, we've, we've, we've heard from Philip Lowe uh, you know, yesterday, but certainly yeah, the market is is really reacting to sort of the lower sort of inflation dynamics in the US and in the Europe as well, um, and suggesting there's a lower probability that the Reserve Bank raise rates. Now, that may change because next week we get the employment data in Australia, and that may change the picture as well. Um, and then we get the big one on the 26th of July when we get the Q2 CPI numbers in Australia. And that may really give us a really clear indication whether we're going to get a raise um, in in, from the Reserve Bank on the 1st of August. But as it stands, this lower inflation dynamic in the US has seen a slight repricing. Now, I think also if we go further out to expectations um, later on this year, the market is expecting the cash rate to get to about 4.6%. Now, that hasn't changed too much. Where we have seen that change is, is in near-term expectations. But I think people are still seeing, you know, 50, 50 to 60 basis points of hikes still coming through uh, over a 12-month period. Okay, so we're still in a high interest rate environment. Inflation is still strong here anyway. Are there still any opportunities for investors? Well, equities are going up. <laughs> you know, every pullback that we see uh, has been a really good buying opportunity. And what I think is really good in, in Australia now is is that we are seeing an outperformance once again from Chinese equities. Material stocks are looking pretty good. I like that space, especially as we go into the China Politburo meetings. This is a meeting of the big leaders. Um, and from that meeting, we are likely to hear tangible fiscal stimulus measures um, playing through to support their economics. We've heard a lot about that so far, um, but they haven't actually been implemented. And I think past that meeting, we are going to see the rubber meeting the road and a lot of these fiscal measures in China, which supports growth into five and a half percent. So we like the uh, the material sector. I think that that place is still somewhere we can look at. And specifically, I like gold. Um, I think, yeah, the investment case of gold at the moment and gold stocks uh, is not quite there. But I think if we get this higher for longer period in the US, we get one more rate hike, they leave rates on hold at those levels for the rest of the year. I think demand's going to crimp. And I think we will see recessionary trades being put on uh, going into Q3. So it's early now, but I think yeah, yeah growth material stocks uh, and also gold exposure, I think is, is pretty good. You know, I think China's going to be okay. We've had a bad spell and I think we're about to see an outperformance and I want to be leveraged to that space. Chris Weston there from Pepperstone. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.